Welcome, welcome to another edition of Full Time Out. Today we have the full squad, KZ, K Black, everybody's uncle. This is a special episode. We're discussing the late, great Kobe Bryant on this anniversary of his passing. First off, I got to say what up, guys. What up, what up? What up, what up? RIP Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I know I, I wanted to gather you guys, obviously you too, for sure, because, you know, you guys are probably two of the biggest Kobe fans I've ever come across. So we're, we're just going to go, you know, through our favorite memories of Kobe, first time we saw him play, uh, and, you know, what ultimately means to the, to the sport and, you know, to our lives in general. So first off, you know, I'm going to start with, Casey, what what was the first time you actually saw Kobe play? Man, that's actually a good question. Um, you know, uh, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I, I've seen Kobe Bryant get drafted. Uh, <laughs> you know, at that at that at that time, I was probably you know one year old, so I you know I, I definitely didn't have any memories of it. But my first memory of Kobe Bryant was definitely the 1999 season when he had the glove on. Um, I remember he had that NZ before the season started, mm-hmm. and it was the it was the first year Phil um, was with the team as well, and and uh, ironically enough, you know, before before Kobe it was actually Sprewell, my favorite player. Um, Damn, like that's why you had that pretty well. That's really why I had that. That's you know? wild. It's crazy, and and then and then, and then I seen Young Kobe with the glove on. You know, he had so much swag and and. Um, I just love the way he played. And, you know, at five years old, you don't really understand a game like that. So it was more so like just watching him play and his charisma, the way he dominated the game. So I just really remember, like somehow I remember um, that vividly, you know. So definitely that that was my first memory of him in that 1999 season with the glove on. Damn. And, and what about you, Unc? Uh, damn. Um, I don't even know when was the first – time I seen him play. Um, my, my guy was uh, Penny Hardaway, uh, you know, okay. with the Magics. And um, so I guess when Shaq, Shaq made that transition, you know, I went, I went on the other side too. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I just, I just like the whole dynamic of the team. Um, you know, like I, I saw Eddie Jones at the time. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was kind of gravitate to him because you know what I'm saying? I felt like body-wise, we're kind of similar. You know what I mean? Like, the way he was moving. I wasn't really hooping like that, but, you know what I'm saying? So I started looking at him, and you see Kobe in the background. I love Nick Van Excel as a point guard. He was flashy. You know what I mean? At the time, I didn't I didn't have the fundamentals, so all the flashy stuff was getting to me. Yeah. Um, so I just watched, you know what I mean, Kobe slowly, you know, emerging. Like, even, you know, the slick move they did, like, getting everybody, getting rid of everybody. I was like, man, why would you, would you guys get rid of the the Eddie Jones, the Van Exel, you all those guys. Right. I was like, come on, man, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? But later on, I realized, you know, what kind of monster, you know what I mean, Kobe was, and they had to, they had to clear the floor for him, man. And, sure. you know, like, since then, you know what I mean? Like, since, the, since I seen him, you know, start popping up, I was like, man, he's that dude. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like, the one thing about Kobe, and I think we can all agree on, is that, the first time you see him, he, he for sure leaves an impression on you. Right. You know, it's, it's not yeah. somebody that you watch the first time and you're like, ah, whatever. It's like there's something about him. Hate, love him or hate him, 
it's like kind of electric right, and just yeah. like man like this boy really plays a different way i remember because me the, the first time i actually saw him was uh during the 2001 playoffs actually okay that was really the first time i was like man okay i mean he's really that dude because before that i was watching soccer and i mean i was i wasn't into ball that right. bad <laughs> 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 i mean so wa- watching that playoff run and I was like, this is the best basketball player in the world, you know, from yeah. that. Because people are like, oh, it's AI, blah, blah. But it's like, no, nah, Kobe was the best guy. And even back mm-hmm. then, I remember thinking, yeah, like, Kobe's better than – because VC was also a big one. He's I up there thought sure. VC, yeah, it was like the debate was between basically AI and VC. I was like, Yo, Kobe better. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kobe yeah. was actually better. And- I-, I got into so many arguments that if I was getting paid a dollar <laughs> – for every time I had that debate, man, I'll be rich right now. I'll be filthy yeah. rich. <laughs> For sure. That's crazy. That's crazy. But, like, I was, I was low-key a Kobe hater back then because, you know. I mean, Big time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember, man. We, what, what? we got in so many debates about Kobe. <laughs> like, and, 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 now, you're, you're one of the guys I was talking about. Talking about I would have been rich. You, you're the leader of that squad. <laughs> And, and honestly, that's the beauty. I think that's uh, that's the beauty of Kobe's career as well. You know, like he went through so many ups and downs, and mm. and and that's something that I'm proud of. Like, just I was there since day one, you know, yes. and and, yes. and and so I've seen people, you know, fold on him. You know, even even the days with Shaq when I was already saying Kobe was better. You know, you know he's already receiving hate, and then yeah. so we saw that we saw his struggles, and then right. <laughs> we saw him get back on top of the hill. And and he gained more fans that used to hate him in 2003 right. and stuff. And I, man, I, I just thought I was beautiful. But no. I think, but the thing is, like in 2003, I, I actually think right. he lost some fans, though. Right. Like, so he the, lost some fans. Yeah, because I remember, like in 2003, actually, I, that's, I wasn't that's, a that's, hater back. Sorry to cut you off, Kevin. I think that's what that's 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 what I said, though. I was saying like how he had. Oh, you, you mean when he was playing with Shaq? Yeah, exactly. Like right, right. Before well, and after, mm-hmm. before and after, or three or four, when when the situation happened, like uh-huh. Kobe was revered by everybody. Like I wasn't right. a hater before that situation, mm-hmm. and then it's like those were that were real Kobe fans, not me. Really stuck with him. They're like, man, this is my guy. And then <laughs> people like yeah. me were just like. Nah, Bunham, I mean, <laughs> whatever. But it's like, the thing is, you were not, like I said, you couldn't be, like, indifferent about him. You know, you, you had... But did you, you still, deep down, were you still, like, this guy is still the most skilled player in the league? Or did you, like, it was more so, like, the way he carried himself off the court and whatnot, you kind of, you hated him a little more? Yeah, because you know, the thing is, like, he embraced that, that personality of being sort of the, the villain, right, around, okay. that, around that time. So I was just like, mm-hmm. man, nah, I, I'd rather gravitate to a guy like T-Mac. Like, okay. T-Mac, T-Mac and Melo sort of became my guys around that time. Mm-hmm. And, but Kobe, but whenever I would see Kobe, it was still, like, it was fear that when yeah. watching him, especially when it, when, when it's against teams that you like, it's like, yeah. man, not this guy again. <laughs> I'm glad I was never on that side of the... <laughs> man. <laughs> man, you, you can say that again. For real. That, and that's, that's one of the biggest things. So with, with that being said, what, what's one of your, like, your favorite memories about Kobe? 
you know, from his playing Ooh. days? Um, some of my favorite, you know, I'll just I'll just name like a you know two three, and let you guys speak. Um, I'll go first with like a moment, a moment is Kobe against Suns. You know, like they <laughs> yeah. were always like whether whether it's like that was one of the stories again. Uh, you know, throughout his career, when you want to talk about revenge, like mm-hmm. you know, Suns was one of them. You know, just catching them in two thousand six, Steve Nash getting the MVP from him. Um, you know, losing, you know, uh, being up 3-1, all that stuff. And just, you know, being patient. The next year you get you get beat 4-1, I guess the same sons, you know. So at mm-hmm. that point, I know I knew Kobe hated those guys. And and and, and the reason why I remember this game in, in 2010, you know, when we got their revenge in the Western Conference Finals because I was in the hotel room with our AAU team, I think, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we were United. together. We were watching, watching it in Albany. Game, <laughs> watching this game in a hotel. I'm, I'm surrounded by a, a clique full of Kobe haters. And yep. he knocks down that shot, you know, um, uh, at the end. And, and he, he, he tapped um, uh, Alvin Gentry's ass uh, as he, right <laughs> he goes back on his shot. bench. <laughs> right, right after the shot. And, 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 you know, obviously I was talking my, excuse my French, my shit. Um, you know, after that shot, and that was a beautiful moment. So I'll say Kobe against the Suns. Um, I'll definitely say, man, the, the, in 2007, um, when he had that the, the, the 50 point streak, the four games 50 point streak. Ooh, oh yeah, you know, that was like yeah. that was never seen, and it probably Ooh. never happened again. And right. people want to talk about KD is the best scorer in the league, but that's another conversation. You know, I think Kobe is the greatest scorer ever, hands down. Um, you know, obviously, Katie has, you know, more tools or whatever. But I just thought, you know, the way Kobe dominated and actually scored and performed was amazing. Um, and then one more, I'll, I'll just say one more. Uh, I'll probably go with um, the 2006 season as well. That was an, an amazing season to witness. Um, and you knew he was bound to win a championship just by his demeanor and the way every night he just brought it. And, you know, averaging 35 at that time when, you know, not a lot of possessions and, you know, a lot yeah. of mid-range it was just very, very beautiful to watch. Nah, definitely. definitely. What about you, Ong? Man, uh, man, I have a f- few moments. Uh, I'm gonna start with the fact that I've his the whole journey for me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, because yeah. you know I, I got a chance to follow him from you know what I'm saying year one to the last game, and the the reason why I say that the whole journey, obviously, I'm gonna name like like a few situations, but right. you know what I'm saying? the whole journey, I just love the fact that that joint is like a movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know how when you watch a movie, like I, the dude is a normal guy, then he gets, yeah. picked, and then he gets dropped. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I feel like that, that was Kobe's situation. He was a superstar in high school, gets into the league. He's on the bench. You know what I mean? He has to grind it out, uh, yeah. shoot those air balls. You know what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. excuses, no nothing. Get back to the grind. You know what I'm Fast. saying? Fast. It's a Netflix series. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a Netflix come, series, for real. You feel me? Like, that's, mm. you know what I mean? That's what it feels like. And that I was, I'm happy that I was able to see that just because, you know, you don't see a lot of those nowadays. Like, you know what I mean? Too many people want to create, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess kind of direct their career a certain yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he kind of let it roll. You know what I'm saying? Dealt with the punches. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that is what I love about the whole journey but if we talk about games i love the olympics um i love it because he sacrificed mm. himself yeah. but in the moment you know what i'm saying mamba had to take over 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 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 that was at the peak of everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think people kind of forgot him a little bit. If you didn't appreciate the game, you kind of forgot right. him a little bit. You know what I mean? Come like, on. Yeah, how, how can we have you, forgotten if him? If you don't appreciate the game, I said, <laughs> you appreciate the game, so you appreciate defense and right. lead it in other ways. But it, he could have easily been forgotten and been like, yeah, this person averaging that much. Yeah. Yeah, because Wade know, was looking really, really good in those in those Olympics. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when, when, when things got hot, you know what I mean, Mamba – you know, like, I got this, you know what I mean? And, you know. And and, and sorry to cut you off, but it almost yeah. felt like the rest of the team knew as well. They were yeah. like, yeah, I think it's time to go see Kobe now. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're right about that. You know what I mean? So that 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 situation was definitely, uh, it was big. And, and his last night, you know what I mean? There was no way I was expecting him to drop 60. I don't care how many shots he took. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there you know, like they said, man, Mamba fashion, man. He had to leave with a bang. You know what I mean? He was not about to leave on no regular, you know what I mean, 20-point yeah. game or, you know what I mean, with a loss that we, we, we go with a moral yeah. victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we got the dub, and he yeah. dropped 60 on that joint. I was screaming, like, that championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. People forgot about the, the Warriors breaking, breaking the record. I no, mean, yeah, that was a <laughs> right. 73 and 9 plus Steph hitting 400 threes in a season at the same right. time happening. And people just gravitated towards Kobe. Right. And that's, that's, that's the power of Kobe Bryant. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's really crazy. But to paraphrase all, because those two, the, the events that you guys named were actually like, I think I, I, I can't add any more to that because those are some of the, like, the fondest memories. Because I remember in that hotel room, I was yeah. probably the leading voice <laughs> among Kobe haters. <laughs> yeah, <well>. Guessing everybody <laughs> up. Now I've been saying, you know, yeah. <laughs> this is it. I mean, they're yeah. not making it back to the finals. <laughs> and you have Kobe hitting those tough fadeaways over Grand Hill time after yeah. time after time. And it's just like, man, like, this is, like, the best basketball player. Like, you could probably yeah. think this is the best basketball player you've ever seen at that point. Yeah. For sure. If you haven't seen Jordan, there's no way you don't think that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, no. you, you have to. I mean, I, I, listen, in my humble opinion, that's how I feel because the, the way I put it, you know, it, it, I feel like when it comes to the league, because it's a five on five game, it's kind of hard to make that argument. Now you go with, you know, what I'm saying? I feel like the goalpost is always being moved. But I, right. this is how I feel. When you walk into a gym, pick up, yeah. you don't know right. anybody who, what school they went to, what they did. And mm-hmm. you watch them go, and you look at them. How can I not say that right. Kobe's a goat? Right. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, his game sure. to me is like basically flawless. Right, but not you know basically. I'm... Say it with your chest, bro. <laughs> right, it is flawless. It is flawless. And then it won't be. It won't be just one night. You'll go back the next day, and the next day, and the next day. It'll be the same thing. You'll see the same guy, and you'll be like, "Yeah, he's still the best player in that gym." Right. I don't care, you know, what you're yeah. telling me. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you know skills and you, you know hoops, you see the way he moves and, and the way he plays the game. Right. You know, it, it, you know like one night or 100 nights or, you know, 800 games, you'll, it, it'll be Kobe, you know. Right, right. That you've ever seen. And, and, I, I, and I think Gil, Gilbert, Gilbert Arena says something that, you know what I'm saying, I couldn't have said it, but I feel like that was, like, the best way to put it. I think he said Kobe is the one guy to maximize – you know what I'm saying? His yeah. potential. 
You know what I mean? To the sense where you you can find a bunch of six six guys athletic. Like he didn't have yeah. the biggest hands that Jordan has. He doesn't have the six foot nine frame that LeBron has with the incredible yeah. athletic abilities. You know what I'm saying? But he yeah. took whatever he had and he polished the hell out of the game. You know what I mean? Like he he learned everything about angles to refs to yeah. whatever is necessary for him to be the best basketball player ever. Mm-hmm. Totally. And and the thing is like. Everything about his skill is true, but you also compound that with the fact that he had probably one of the most amazing basketball IQ yeah, among right. any players that ever played. Like, he understood the game to another level compared yeah. to anybody in the league, especially at that time. So having that with the flawless skill set, I don't know if there's anybody that could, you know, that played the game better when he played it. And the thing right. is, you think that, that the game evolves over time, I mean – then at the time that we saw him, there had never been anybody that plays a game like he did. You know, that's how I feel, honestly, because definitely. Uh, I uh, uh, have a lot of hate mail, but I'm saying <laughs> it with my chest. Hey, man, we we got to put it out there, man. That's how we feel about Kobe. Because the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing also is, you know, if you think about, you know, basketball, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's about who's the most unstoppable guy, right? And there's no real solution for Kobe Bryant. No, sir. You know, you can't say, oh, I'm going to force him left or I'm going to do that. No, the guy right. has everything in his game to torch you. So either you double team, triple team him, but the thing is, if he's playing with decent players, he's going to be able to see exactly what reads to make. And if not, then he's probably going to be able to make those shots anyways. Exactly. Right. when he had to let it fly he did he He did you know and and honorable mention by the way for the favorite moments um i'm not sure if he was done or not k black but uh we can't forget about in in 03 when he had the nine straight 40 points you know oh yeah (laughs) that is probably your actually i was about to say that that year he was terrorizing the league that was one of my favorite moments that was one of my favorite moments about cope because I wasn't yet a full-blown hater back then. <laughs> I remember I would wake up every morning watching SportsCenter and the highlights, and it was like, Kobe dropped another 40. Kobe dropped another 40. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. What, what were y'all doing when – or did y'all watch the game when he dropped 81? I didn't. Man, we can <laughs> talk about that right now. I'm honestly going to – I'm just going to share my little story. It's like I just woke up in the morning. You see when you wake up, there's no cell phones, no laptops, no, nothing. nothing. You got to go downstairs. Yep. First thing you do is turn on the TV and you, not even the highlights because you know TSN they'll put hockey games. So it's like you gotta look underneath at the bottom where they just put the little NBA scores and then after that they put the high score, bro. And right. it's like I'm seeing the score. I'm like, okay, they won. And then I'm seeing 81. I'm like, nah, that was a mistake. Nah. Sure, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't even believe it. I was like, 81? Yo, it's like I, I had just woken up, I didn't wash my face, nothing. I swear to God, like it's like like it's really like I thought I was dreaming for a second. I was like, no, hold on. I thought I had like crusted my eyes or something. Like, I know I did not see this, bro. 81? Like, oh, man. It's, it's like when you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing you see. You got to think you're still sleeping. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. <laughs> you thought, I thought it was a mistake for sure. 100%. Right. 100%. What about you, K Black? I remember it because the thing, I, I didn't even watch the highlights the, the morning after. I got to school. First class was computer class. Uh. So I, go, <laughs> I go before the class. I go on NBA.com, whatever. 
and I see where it's Kobe 81, Kobe 81. I'm like, what the hell? He didn't turn 81. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> what is 81? You, you just don't believe it. You see, and then like, I check the box. Exactly. I check the box score. I'm like, <laughs> 81 points. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Man. It was ridiculous. And then they had posted his three minutes video of like every bucket that he made. I watched that like. 10,000 times, like, just to make sure it was real. Like, I was actually counting. I was like, yo, it's really oh. 81 points that he scored yeah. in a basketball game, like, 48 wow. minutes. Did you watch it? Shit, I, nah, I missed the game. Um, I was sleeping. Still, I was at Champlain. I don't even know what year I was at. But um, I get a call from this dude. He's like, yo, is it true Kobe dropped 81? I was like, what are you talking about? Because I was following the stats on – um on NBA.com at the time, and Lakers was down heavy. So I was like, man, yeah. whatever, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Kobe had, like, maybe 20 points or whatever. Like, it wasn't anything serious. I was like, in my head, I was like, no. Like, what do you mean 81 points? Like, what are you talking about? Yo, I went and looked at that thing, man. It was like 2 a.m. I couldn't even sleep, man. I was like, this is crazy. I couldn't wait to get the sewer to run my mouth about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh man, I think I think one of the things about that game is that I'm probably gonna remember the stat line forever, like yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't care, like <laughs> everything that he did. Sure. And the favorite thing about that game is that it's not like the '81 was out of ball hogging. It was actually right. necessary. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. actually needed '81 from him to win that game, or else Toronto would have blown them up. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> that, that's the crazy had, part. Yeah, he had 26 at half, and they were they're, they're down like 15. And hmm. he went on for like 55 in the second half, and that's why they won the game, basically. That's wild. <laughs> I will say this, though, guys. I, I still think, as crazy as it may sound, I still think the 62-point performance in three quarters was was more lethal. You know what I mean? Like, against Dallas, the way he's getting his buckets, those right. three quarters, yeah. he, was, he didn't go to the line as much. He's hitting right. some very, very tough shots. That's a fact. Like, I, I felt That's like true. he would have went for 90 in that game, like if he would have kept playing the fourth. You know, he for Dallas. Yeah. yeah. If, if that game was close, I think he would have gone for 100. Yeah. Right. The thing is, they were up 30 after three, so, you know, he didn't play it. Yeah. But. And, and the crazy thing is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Phil trying to put him back in, he's like, nah, I'm going to get another chance. And that's yeah. wow. 81 after. Yeah. That's crazy. Because they were wow. trying to get him to get the Laker record, which was, I think it was 70 by, by Elgin. Right. Yeah. And it was Is like, it? yeah, nah, whatever. I'm good. <laughs> what? <laughs> can, 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 I ask y'all, uh, can I ask y'all a question? Yeah. What was your, what was your, um, your craziest uh, Kobe story you've heard or read? If you can like share one with the eyes. Craziest Kobe stories I heard. Like one that, that, that basically describes his work ethic or anything. Yeah. Like something that, that people, the Kobe story, typical Kobe story. Eve, Eve I, think, I think you're going to know this. Um, I remember we had a camp back in the days. And, you know, Parkes yeah. used to have those camps. And mm-hmm. this, the assistant coach from the Boston Celtics, um, what was his name again? Ah, uh, damn. Not Herb, was it? Is it? No, 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 no. Um, it was it was working with the Clippers at some point. Uh, it's not it's not Wes, is it? Nah. Uh, hold on. I know I know who you're talking about. I just can't yeah. remember his name. Damn. Uh, we'll look it up. 
Eastman, Kevin Eastman? Yeah, Kevin Eastman. Ah. That's it. That's it. That's it. So Eastman comes in, gives us a clinic or whatever, and he talks about, you know, and people are asking questions about Kobe and, you know, about Kobe's work ethic because he used to do stuff with Nike back then, Kevin Eastman. Yeah. So he, he, he traveled around with Kobe a lot. And he says, I don't think that you, you guys understand. Mm-hmm. Kobe doesn't work out. Kobe blacks <laughs> out. In such like like a calm way, and he was like, "Yeah, we're like, yeah, no, talk about blacking out." And it's like, you guys don't want to try that, you know? Right. I I do not advise you to try blacking out, but Kobe doesn't work out; he blacks out. And in my mind, I was just like, "Okay, Kobe is on a different (laughs) level." And, And and I remember him saying that because he felt like there was like a like a few players that would compare to him that he felt like we're getting a little too close. So he had to take it another notch. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He did what he had to do. Uh, and that, that's, that's the paranoia of Kobe. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Like you're at the top, but he's still super paranoid that he, like, he gets into a regimen where it's not even a workout that, you know, sustainable for a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's something we were debating, you and I, Kevin, about his, you know, how he was in, in shape. And yeah. we were discussing if he was the most in shape player in the history of the game. You know, you felt obviously Kirby was up there, you know, just by the way he, he you know, he has to be out there and move a lot without the ball. But, you know, just, just in terms of training, I don't think, I don't think there's another guy anywhere near close from Kobe. And the fact that he was playing a lot of minutes, a lot of basketball, and still was able to, you know, um, stay injury free for the most part of his career is, right. you know that's that's crazy to me you know like every I mean that's my crazy Kobe story you know I'm basically telling it now it's like it seems like every book that I read of any every NBA player has a story uh, about them coming to the arena in, in the Staples Center early and Kobe was there <laughs> just you know just drenching sweat already right. you know putting up yeah. a lot of shots you know they're done uh, doing a shoot around you know, next thing you know, Kobe's still out there working out, and they're like, this, they're just trying to figure out, like, you know, what's going on. There's no way this guy's either you know, playing tonight or, he, or he's gonna have enough energy to to go out there and compete, and he does, you know. And then that was literally every single home game. So that's to me, you have to be in incredible shape to do so. And he also he didn't take plays off on the defensive end. Yeah. So you know, it's like, come on, man. I don't think there was anybody near close to him when it comes to being in shape. No, sir. No, sir. Especially the way the game is going now, um, yeah. you know, like resting and, you know, yeah. even like I've seen this dude coming up with some things about how a lot of these injuries coming is because guys are overworking their bodies and stuff. And I'm like, what? Like, Kobe <laughs> went 20 years of that. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what are we saying? Right. Right. <laughs> no, but 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 that's the thing, though, about Kobe. And I'm glad you mentioned it, Casey, about the fact that he didn't take plays off because like, even some subtle things off the ball, because a lot of guys play tough defense on the ball and all that, but, you know, yeah. sometimes they take breaks off the ball. But Kobe was, like, especially when he was on that 06 team, that, you know, that team that he dragged all the way to the, to the playoffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, had, he had to do so much on both ends. People don't – like, Kobe should have gotten MVP and probably finished, like, top two for defensive player of the year that year. <laughs> like he was that yeah. important like he, he made so many plays on and off the ball like he was guarding the, the other team's best players and like he was often covering mistakes from other guys like you know 
taking off cuts and little stuff like that that people like won't necessarily pay attention but that was like the greatness of Kobe like averaging 35 guarding the other team's best player and taking the responsibility to make sure that you know cover some of the mistakes that guys are making yeah that takes after the game he would also watch more tape than even coaches you know what I mean <laughs> and just he understood the game so much just like you said Kev sometimes just covering other guys mistakes it's like you know there's another story where he actually you know, he knows exactly the angles of where a ref can't see. So That's he can crazy. get away with certain stuff. Like, who even does that? You know, it's like, you yeah. take it to a whole nother level. You, it's the definition of, you know, dedicating your life to, to the game, you know. And, yeah. and, and I think that's, that's one thing, man, he can be proud of. I know a lot of people are biased. Some people are going to say they're not in his top five, which is crazy to me. But, you know, everybody crazy. has their opinion. But one thing that people can't say is that, you know, he, he didn't put it all, leave it all out there. And, and you know, really, now people are talking about Mamba mentality, you know, because they're trying to refer to that. They're trying to, you know, trying to relate uh, on somebody, you know, working hard towards something, you know, even if you're not the most talented, whether that's on the court, off the court, you know, you're really giving your all and you're dedicating your life to it. And, you know, that's really what Kobe left out there, man. You know? Yeah, and that's Definitely. part of... Part part of you know his legacy, and that's pr the the probably the last point we're gonna touch on, and you know what yeah. ultimately Kobe means to us and you know to the game in general. So, you know, mm -hmm. Uncle, I'm gonna let you you know talk a little bit about that, and you know the impact that Kobe's had on you personally, and what what you think is you know what's the footprint that he's left to the game. Man, Kobe Kobe's everything, man. Kobe's everything. Just just the way he he did things, you know. what I mean, like. Like I said, like you look at him and you can find a bunch of six foot six athletic guys, but to come in the game, you know what I'm saying, with, you know, he was God gifted, but not, you know what I'm saying, the most gifted out there. And just to see that the bar was Michael Jordan mm -hmm. and for you to take your best swing at it, but you didn't cut any corners. You went every day hard at it. You know what I mean? Like you, you was dedicated, calculated, you know what I'm saying, passionate about it. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? That's how you approach everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's how I, I try to approach life too. You know what I mean? When things, things are tough, you know what I mean? Like, you know that, you know, if you keep working, you know what I mean? The right way, smart, you know what I mean? You stay dedicated to it that, you know, things will change. You know what I mean? That's why earlier I said I loved his journey because, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't always sweet. He shot those two air balls. He came off the bench. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all of that. That wild stuff, you know what I mean? Like, he had injuries that he, you know what I mean? He had to, you know, like, fight it. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have the red carpet roll up for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we were talking mm -hmm. about him being able to win, you know, MVPs that he didn't get. He wasn't always loved, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things like that. It's just, I love it because that's how real life is. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. not always sweet. You know what I mean? Sometimes you might do things that you don't necessarily enjoy, but you know for the ultimate, for the larger picture, in the, in the words of my man, Loaded Lux, you know what I mean? It's, it's necessary. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why, to me, Kobe is everything. Because, you know, if you follow those footsteps, you know, you, you could get it done. That's, well, very, very, very well said. I think, you know, that, that's, that's the main, I think that's the main message about him is that, if you follow the blueprint of, you know, really dedicating yourself to your craft, right. 
you know, good things are going to happen. And it's about being in a process and enjoying the process. And he exactly. posted even that video that he, you know, during his retirement ceremony. Right. Um, when he's saying, you know, the nights that you don't want to do it and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of things like that, that's actually the dream. Like the process is a true right. dream. Right. Not, you know, not the, the whole destination and accomplishing certain goals. It's going through it and, you know, really wanting to be into that and really be willing to dedicating your life to, to something special. Right. And um, let, let me cut you off for like two seconds because you, you tapped onto that. And I was about to say that too, is he didn't even accomplish quote unquote what he wanted to, but because he gave his all, he was at peace with it. Yep. You know what I mean? I think we kind of talk about that off, you know what I mean? In our little chat there about how he was one of the guys that never said anything negative about the current players right now, because he left it all out there, whether he didn't get yeah. six championships like Jordan or he didn't get six MVPs or the, whatever the case, he knew he gave his best shot and he could have been, a, he, he was at peace with it. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, and you, Casey, what, you know, what's the meaning of well, Kobe? I mean, I'm just going to add on to what Eve said, man, because, you know, he basically said it all. But, you know, part of it, too, is one thing I do regret, you know, about Kobe's career. Uh, I, I basically didn't miss anything throughout his basketball career, but me was after his career, I kind of slept on what he was accomplishing uh, after basketball. That's one thing yeah. I do regret. I wish I was a little bit more tapped in because like Eve said, you know, he, when he talked, when we talk about Mamba mentality, it's, 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 it's on and off the court, you know, being great at what you do, taking on the next challenge and just working hard at it, you know, mm-hmm. and having extreme focus on it. And, and, you know, he's doing that off the floor as well by winning this Oscar. And that's one thing I, you know, I regret. And, you know, I just finished reading his books. You know, I just watched, you know, his, his, his uh, you know, the, the Oscar that he won, you know, the little show that he had. Um, you know, those are, those are things that I just started watching I mean, after his death. And he was really onto something, you know, yeah. like even, you know, might have been a little very bigger than his basketball career. Who knows? You know, how you right. win an Oscar, your first, your first film, you know, so. And that's 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 one thing I do regret. I wish I was a little bit more. Uh, I had paid a little more attention to. But other than that, you know, anything that Eve said, you know, he means everything to me, man. Everything. How about you, kid? Right? Nah, I mean, I I think I think you both tapped into something because the thing about Cole Ben, why I'm, I I revere so much after his career is that I've sort of gained. A lot, even more respect than I had when he played, you know, because obviously when, when he's playing, it's, it's all about the emotions and, you know, you want your team to win and, you know, he's breaking your heart or whatever, you're rooting <laughs> yeah. against him, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, you know, once you saw his post-career and what he was doing and, like, when he spoke in those videos from ESPN, like details and all that stuff, and even that little video oh. he did with Kyrie, uh, what yeah. he was explaining why Kyrie being able to go both ways with both hands and his skill set was mm-hmm. such an advantage. And the way really, like, he was willing to teach the game and he was willing to explain again and speak about the game, Yeah, that to me is, like, it's something that I wish we had had more from him. Because, yeah. I, yeah. because I feel like he's one of the few guys in the league where he's – First off, you know, extremely well-spoken, but he's also able to really not say dumb it down, but, you know, simplify stuff that 
people might think are complicated about the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And I feel like his impact would have been even more for the younger generation from, you know, small kids to understand really what is needed to become a really good basketball player. I, I think as a teacher of the game, Kobe would have been an incredible person. So for him to leave a little bit of that, I think is really, really important because it gets us a little bit of, you know, of those nuggets that he was trying to build on and trying to teach. And is is sort of a template of hard work in general. Yeah. And to yeah. me, that's his biggest legacy. It's like, if there's a guy that found his true passion and dedicated himself to, to his craft to the maximum, I think he's probably the biggest example. And, you know, that's what Mamba mentality is about. You know, it's really finding your, your true passion. Well said. Definitely, definitely, man. Oh, oh man, that, that was good, man. Anything else you guys wanted to, to touch on? Nah, man, I mean, you know, you know, we've said it all pretty much. Uh, this, this was good. Uh, I think this was uh, necessary as well. Like I said, I was hesitant at first, but, you know, it's good. It's good to celebrate his life, his impact that he had, not only on us, but everybody throughout the world, whether you play basketball or not. Um, and, you know, yeah, the, the good thing, the good part about this is that he left a lot of things behind him for us to, you know, keep pushing and, and, and you know, things that can keep um motivating us to move forward in life you know yeah definitely definitely not it's it's like you said earlier man it's therapeutic and you know i think you know uh you know i guess his passing kind of shed a lot more light on you know on on the work that he was doing you know what i mean i yeah. think it, yeah and people appreciate it better like people embracing the mamba mentality people coming out of different sports talking about mamba mentality you know what i mean and we just gotta you know do the best that we can, you know, individually and kind of push that agenda up front. That's facts. And, and like, like Casey said, man, on his Instagram post, you know, a mentality we can all tap into. Definitely. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's something I really like. It's like, yeah, man, that's facts. You know, it's like yeah. whatever your pet is, whatever, you know, you're taking on in life, whatever you're doing, if you follow the mentality, it's just doing it with the best of your abilities, you know. If you're, you know, if you're a janitor, you try to be the best janitor and do everything properly. You know, if you're, right. you know, whatever you're doing, it's, you know, doing to the best of your abilities and don't cheat the game. Don't cheat the task. Don't cheat the grind. You know, yes, sir. that's really what Good it is. Yeah. Right. right. That's facts. Well, thanks a lot, guys. You know, it's always a pleasure to, you know, discuss hoops and obviously discuss the, the late Greek Coy Ryan. Um, you know, I guess like, like y'all said, you know, it was therapeutic. It was necessary and, you know, it, it felt good to, to talk about it. For sure. For sure. All right. Take it easy. All right, fellas. Appreciate it for having me. Peace. Peace.